Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of K-Axis Wrestling Network. This episode, we will be discussing the top five greatest current WWE wrestlers out there. You know, so um, without further ado, um, this is really in no particular order either, because I don't really do that. Like when I come up with my top fives and top tens, like there's really no particular order. Like the order doesn't really matter. What matters is that they're in my top five or in my top ten. So, um, with that being said, uh, let's start off with AJ Styles. You know what I'm saying? AJ Styles is in my top five. He's probably in a lot of people's top five, to be honest, not just mine. You know, um, because he's simply great. He really is a phenomenal athlete. Like, this man can do things that a lot of people can't dream of doing. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes him great, you know? And he's proved that a long time ago, like even in his younger days, like 10, 15 years ago, he was showing the world how great he is, you know, and, uh, and and now he's got maximum exposure in WWE, and he didn't even have to go through the NXT roster like a lot of the other former TNA guys, you know what I'm saying, had to do first, you know, and that's great, you know, he, you know what I'm saying, he got put right on the uh, main roster, you know what I'm saying, like that Royal Rumble debut, it's just unforgettable, you know, because at first, I got to admit, there were many rumors of AJ Styles, you know, coming to WWE prior to his uh, Royal Rumble debut, his uh, appearance, his first WWE appearance. And, you know, it just so happens that those rumors turned out to be true, you know, because at first, you know, WWE kind of pretended uh, that they didn't want anything to do with him. You know, when he, you know, when he was a free agent, you know, when he, when it was official that he was just done with TNA, you know, when he was a free agent and WWE were acting like that, you know, they were acting like they didn't want anything to do with him. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember Jim Ross, his response was something along the lines of like, well, um, no, we, we're not really interested in AJ Styles at this point in time because, you know, we would rather build our own talent from the performance center and it's like really you're going to turn down AJ Styles you know just to build some guy some random new guy you know I'm saying not a lot of people are going to care about until he's established you know what I'm saying so it's like why not go for AJ Styles you know what I'm saying he was still at a good enough age to um you know he was still at a good enough age at that point when he was a free agent you know what I'm saying to where they could have got more years out of him instead of wasting time and just being arrogant and pretending that they wanted nothing to do with him, you know what I'm saying? Like he was a a hot free agent, you know. But I guess they kind of wanted him to go off somewhere else first because they, you know, because I guess they didn't want him directly out of TNA. You know, like some people say they, you know, they wanted to wash the stink of TNA off of him or whatever. You know, you know how they say it online. You know, but anyway, that seems like what they wanted to do. But and they did it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time. You know, you get him in 2016 when you could have had him in 2015, you know. But anyway, I mean, it's just a year. I mean, but who's to say how many years AJ, you know, how many years he has left in his career, you know what I'm saying? Because at this point, he's like 40 years old, you know. And when wrestlers get in their 40s, you know, it doesn't mean that their career is necessarily over. It just means that they're more susceptible to injury, most likely, because, of course, their bodies are breaking down. Like, this is natural, you know, like... uh you know, if you studied kinesiology, you have a thorough a thorough understanding of how the human body breaks down as it ages, you know, 
but you know a lot of people don't seem to understand that especially online you know because you know these people that want to see sting and undertaker wrestle you know what i'm saying if they're current ages like undertaker's like 53 sting is like what damn near 60 you know what i'm saying he's like 57 maybe 58 now and like people actually want to see a man that's almost 60 years old get into the ring and do a bunch of crazy stunts you know and it's like you can't really expect that you know and I'm not knocking these guys for their age. I'm just saying because I love both of those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Sting was my hero when I was a kid, you know? But it's like, I under, at the same time, I understand that he can't wrestle forever. And I don't expect him to do that. You know, he's done more than enough in, in the wrestling business. He's done more than enough for the wrestling business and the wrestling fans. So who am I to expect him, you know, to get back into the ring at his current age, you know, and be away from his family even longer, you know, like, at this point in time, I have no problem with Sting being at home with his family and enjoying his life, you know. But um, anyway, I kind of got way off subject here. I was talking about the top five greatest wrestlers, uh, current WWE wrestlers. And, you know, with AJ Styles, you know, the guy is simply phenomenal. There's nothing else to be said. Um, is he good on the microphone? He's good enough. You know, he's good enough to make people care, but he's not... He's no rock or stone cold. And see, that, that's the thing. That's the thing that a lot of people get caught up in. They expect someone to try to live up to the standards of the rock and stone cold. Honestly, there will never be another rock and stone cold. You know, a lot of people can try. There will be a lot of good microphone people. But, you know, as far as like rock and stone colds level, that's, that's pretty difficult to reach. That's pretty difficult to touch. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really expect you know today's wrestlers to be at that standard because you know the rock and stone cold were like exclusives those they were like one of a kind on the microphone you know you get that kind of wrestler every probably every every 10 years or more you know there'll, there'll be one or two that's close you know what i'm saying but anyway you can't expect everybody to be special on the microphone that's that you know and all right so let's move on to another um Another one of today's greatest wrestlers. I would say Seth Rollins. And I say so because he was a great heel. You know, like he was just great for just, you know what I'm saying, being aggravating and annoying and just, you know, he was good at getting getting on people's nerves. And once again, the indigestion hits me, excuse me. All right. So, um, yeah, like I was saying, Seth Rollins, great wrestler, great talker. You know, um, he's, he's very well balanced. He's pretty much the whole package. You know, but a lot of people would attribute his style to being uh, dangerous or whatever because they swear up and down that he injured Finn Balor, he injured Sting, he injured John Cena, he injured himself. One thing first, let's talk about the subject of him injuring himself, as they claim. All right, this, this could have happened to anybody, mind you. All right, he was going for like a sunset flip from the top rope on Kane. And he came down, you know, he came down and his leg kind of like buckled under him, like his knee area, his, um, his MCL or his, uh, was it ACL? And, uh, you know, his, his leg kind of like hit the wrong way and it, it bent the wrong way when he was coming down from that sunset flip. And, you know, I, I can't really say that that's his fault. That's nobody's fault. Like, like I said, like that could have happened to anybody, plain and simple. You know, that, that's just there's no debate about that you know what i'm saying like you cannot just say he did it to himself or he injured himself like that's just foolish you know and then all right then the uh the finn balor subject like the way i see it 
Seth Rollins has been doing that move for years. You know, that buckle bomb thing, but he did it on the barricade. You know, uh, what was it, that SummerSlam of 2016 or so? Yeah, 2016, I believe. All right. He buckle bombed Balor onto the barricade. And honestly, like the way Balor landed, he just kind of like twisted in a way. He twisted back, and it's like how was that Rollins fault you know what I'm saying like once he was out of Rollins grasp you know what I'm saying like he was on his own like you you know that's the responsibility because you know the one guy that's performing the move he has to you know he has to protect his opponent you know what I'm saying but once that once you're in the air you control yourself you know what I'm saying like your opponent is no longer responsible for you being safe at that point you know what I'm saying like Rollins did his part the way I see it and Balor didn't you know, because I've watched it many times, you know, I think I've even watched it in slow motion, like Seth Rollins did his part right, Balor did not land right, he just twisted at, a, at an angle, and you know, like, why would you do that, you, you know, he, the way I see it, he did it to himself, now that's, now that's someone who injured himself, because he didn't land right, you know, and, and just to think back, I mean, this is a different subject, but, like, for example, when Benoit and Sabu had that match in ECW, Benoit did his part correctly, you know, he lifted, he, he tossed Sabu into the air, and Sabu, pretty much he, he turned his body in midair like he kind of did it to himself, so you can't really blame Benoit for that, you know what I'm saying, but at the same time, you can't blame Rollins for Balor being injured at that SummerSlam, because it's the way Balor landed after he was out of, out of, you know, Seth Rollins' grip, you know what I'm saying? Like, Seth Rollins released him, and once you're released, you're on your own. Plain and simple. And then the issue about him injuring Sting. Alright, Sting was how old? 56? Something like that? When, when he got injured? And honestly, like, Sting was getting injured from just running the ropes. Like, you could just see bruises and welts all over him, you know, just from running the ropes. You know, that's, that's a sign right there that he's just really fragile. He's just really old at that point, you know? So really, I mean, I don't think Sting should have been wrestling at that age, especially somebody who's as young and strong as Seth Rollins, you know? And in certain impacts, you're not going to be able to take like you did when you were younger, you know? And that was just the, you know, that was the case of Sting right there. That was not Seth Rollins' fault, you know? Because in wrestling, you're going to, you know, you're going to be expected to take hard bumps either way. Like, it doesn't matter what the move was. It doesn't matter if it was a buckle bomb. It doesn't matter if it was a power slam. It doesn't matter if it was a DDT. Like, it could have been any move that could have, you know, you know, that could have injured Sting. You know what I'm saying? It could have ended his career. It could have been anything. It could have been a hip toss. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about how easy Triple H got injured, you know, just from getting in the ring that time when he tore his quad it right off the bone just from like you know making a movement from trying to break up a pinfall I believe who he was doing you know like like anything anything can happen in wrestling so you can't just blame that on Seth Rollins that would be ridiculous but that's what people online are saying so but but it makes no sense it makes no sense like serious it really doesn't all right anyway moving along here um yeah on to the, uh, which one, who was next? Was it John Cena? Yeah, the, the John Cena nose injury thing from Rollins. Okay, this one is, alright, that could have been anybody's fault. I don't know, it could have been Seth Rollins' fault for maybe 
striking Cena too hard. I don't know what it was, honestly. I don't. Um, could have been Cena's fault for not anticipating the move correctly or preparing for it correctly. Um, I don't know. That's hard to say. But, hey, I mean, you got to keep in mind it's pro wrestling and things happen. Accidents happen all the time. You know, it's just an accident prone business. You know, when you're expected to, you know, have such high physical demand. You know, like a physically demanding business like pro wrestling, you know what I'm saying? Like you, things are going to happen. You know, accidents are going to happen. People are going to get hurt regardless. People are going to get hurt for real, you know? And that's dating back to the uh, episode I did before this one about wrestling being fake. You know, there's going to be real elements in there. People are going to get hurt for real and you cannot fake injuries and you cannot fake pain. You just can't. Plain and simple. And... Let me see. I think I addressed all the issues. Rollins injuring himself, um, injuring Sting, injuring Balor, injuring Cena. Okay, yeah, that's that's the four issues that everybody had against him. And and for some reason, Bret Hart doesn't like him because they feel you know he feels that uh, Seth Rollins is a dangerous wrestler. And it's like, whatever, Bret. You know, you're just really, really a really bitter old man. You know, pretty much that's what you're sounding like when you're taking these shots at Seth Rollins. You know. But anyway, moving along. Alright, so this is my third pick for my top five. Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe is incredible. He's one of those big guys who can do things that big guys shouldn't be, you know, able to do. But he does it. He makes it possible. He makes it look great. He makes it look real, you know. You know, and, and, and I've peeped this. I've noticed this. Like, ever since, like, uh, his TNA days. Like, back when he was in TNA, like... You know, I, I noticed how good he was back then. I knew how good he was back then. Like, I didn't have to wait all the way until NXT to see how good Samoa Joe is because I knew it from his early TNA days. And I, I seen a lot of great matches, a lot of great work from him. You know, he's a hard worker. You know, he's good in the microphone, good in the ring, so he's well-balanced. You get the whole package with Samoa Joe, you know? And I don't have no problem with his weight because that, don't, that doesn't have anything to do with his skill set or what he can do or his talents or his abilities or the kind of person he is. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with that. You know, and that's, that's another thing that people need to get over with. You know what I'm saying? These fans, these so-called fans, you know, saying like a lot of these people that call themselves fans or believe that they're fans, they just seem like a bunch of haters for the most part. You know, it's like, oh, he can do something I can't, so I'm going to knock him for it. I'm going to find something wrong with him. You know, and it's like, you know, you're just reaching. You know what I'm saying? Stop being so pathetic. You know, just either like wrestling or don't like it, plain and simple. Or like a wrestler or don't like him, plain and simple. I mean, that's all there is to it. Anyway, moving on. My number four pick. Like I said, well, not really number four. Because like I said, there's no particular order here. But this is my, this is another pick of mine in my top five. I'm going to see Kevin Owens because... He's great on the microphone. You know what I'm saying? He carries himself well on the microphone. He can cut a great promo. You know what I'm saying? And his in-ring is great. You know, he's another big guy that does things that big guys shouldn't be able to do. The cannonball, that's a cool move. It really looks like it hurts. You know what I'm saying? It looks like it looks like a serious move. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't look like any nonsense. It looks like a move that can really hurt you. You know? pop-up power bomb. Okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's a different variation of the power bomb. I know the power bomb was used heavily in the 90s, you know, during that whole 90s big man era. Like, it kind of got played out during that time, but honestly, the way that Owens does it is a bit different. I'm glad he has a different variation on his power bomb, you know. And then he's willing to do, like, top rope moves and, you know, all sorts of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
He's willing to take a beating too, and he's proved that he's a really tough competitor. He's a really tough wrestler, you know. So uh, you can't really look past that. All right, so now we move on to uh, the fifth, and that would be Dean Ambrose. And I know a lot of people online don't really care much about Dean Ambrose, but I do. I think he's great. You know what I'm saying? He's very tough. You know, and during his whole WWE stint, like, this is the only time that I actually remember him being injured. Like, he's only been injured once, you know, up and, you know what I'm saying, as far as I know. Because, you know, he's been on the road, you know, he's like one of the hardest workers they have, you know. I mean, yeah, his in-ring, he doesn't always show his best in the ring, but he has it because he showed it before. You know what I'm saying, like it or not, like, I'm going to tell you this, like, he doesn't always bring his best to the table, but watch this match. Watch his uh, watch his feuds between uh, Dolph Ziggler. Watch the matches that he had with Dolph, Dolph Ziggler uh, a few years ago. Yeah, it was like a few years ago. Like Night of Champions, I believe. Like when Dean Ambrose was the U.S. champion, I believe. And that was in, what, um, 2015? If not 2014. It was either 2014 or 2015 when it, when it was Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. Like watch their matches and watch how technical Dean Ambrose can get. You know what I'm saying? He has the skill. He just doesn't do it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Just like The Rock and John Cena. You know, they have the skill, but they never really did it all the time. You know? At least up until now. Like, John Cena is honestly the best he's ever been as far as I'm concerned. I know other people might disagree with that. I know other people will disagree with that, but that's fine. That's your right. But at the same time, I see John Cena as a very improved wrestler. You know? Compared to how he used to be. Because he didn't used to be this good, you know. what I'm saying, and, and also it's good, at, you know. It's also good that he's putting over, you know, younger wrestlers at this point in time. I think that's great. I think that's amazing. That's commendable. You know, it helps the business. It helps everybody in the long run. And, and I'm glad that he's willing to do that. I'm glad he's willing to take more losses. I'm glad he's willing to step aside sometimes and just take some time off and just be away. You know what I'm saying? So other wrestlers can come up and have their time. You know, he's, he's not hogging the spotlight anymore, and that's a great thing. So I got to respect that, you know. But anyway, you know, I just wanted to talk about my top five. I mean, you know, you're more than welcome to share yours, too. You know, give me your top five. You know what I'm saying? I want to see who you guys like. You know what I'm saying? So also, I'm about to wrap this up. So don't forget to comment, rate, subscribe, like, follow, um, donate. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you feel appropriate. You know, I'd, I'd appreciate any and all of that. And I will see you guys on the next episode. So you guys have a good one. You stay safe. Um, don't get into any trouble. Don't do anything crazy. Don't fight anybody. Don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you get my drift. All right, folks, I will see you next time. Later.